maybe he's still mixing up with spoons. Who knows, man? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Somebody's music. That's familiar music, brother. They've exploded here in the garden. Welcome back, everyone, to the Coming Down the Isle Wrestling Podcast. It's been a while. Um, this is episode seven. Um, we do apologise for the delay. We've been about, what, two weeks, Danny? Yeah, uh, about that. I think. <laughs> We're still struggling to come to terms with what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Um, so, first and foremost, I'm very sorry, as is Danny, for us not being as frequent as we normally are. We try and get one of these out every week, but... I'm not overly sorry, though. Well, <laughs> I, am, I am, because last week... Just to give you a bit of insight as to why we've not recorded last week, it was actually my birthday. So, you were pushed, by the way. Oh, I was in a bad way. <laughs> and I blame Alicia for wolfing drink in my neck. Um, yeah, so it was my 27th birthday, so we had a bit of a celebration, cel- celebratory um, piss, up. piss up, basically, and it ended up in a bad, bad way. Um, yeah, yeah, didn't you? You did. I did. You, you were rough. Yes. We were going to record mid-party. We did. We did a bit, but that was just we got silliness. Four, we got four minutes of absolutely drunken abuse and had to delete it. And I'm sure Ryan piped <laughs> up at that point and said that Kane was a better wrestler than Undertaker. I'm sick of Ryan already. <laughs> Ryan was meant to be here, but I think he's still in his bed for last week. Ah, it's 1 minute 20 in and Ryan's getting pillows already. <laughs> <laughs> he will be here on the next one, though. But to be fair, this is just kind of randomly put together today. Yeah, just... this is probably the first one where we've actually not overfought the show. And we've just kind of went for it. We've probably got quite a lot of content to cover in a shorter period of time because... You didn't invite Ryan. I did. <laughs> <laughs> He's working. Say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh COVID. Oh dear me. So what we've got on the card for you today is just a little bit of uh, just a bit of just wrestling chat more than anything else. What's been going on in the world and really just a bit of a catch up um, because it has been a while. Figures, by the way, them too. <sighs> Don't get me started. I'm going to have to move it. We see this every week. If figures are going to have to start paying rent, by the way. Uh, well, they've got the rating room. <laughs> they actually do, aye. So where do you want to start, Danny, really? The last two weeks have been quite chaotic in wrestling. And obviously, as I say, me and you have probably... It took me a while to even watch some of the shows because of how ill I was. Aye, I just sat in a dark room for a couple of days. Aye, my shit's been all over the place too. So if the wrestling world's been fucked too, that's me too. So I've not seen every morsel that I normally would. Um, but mm. I think the biggest news over the last two weeks comes for AEW. Sting. Uh, oh, I was going to say Brian Pillman Jr. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Who is Brian Pillman Jr.? Sting's laddie. No, it's not. Brian Pillman's laddie. Yes, Hollywood yes. blonde, varsity blondes. Yeah, so Brian Pillman's son wrestles in AEW, but that was not what I was getting at here at all. <laughs> Big news. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no, I can see why we gave this two weeks off. <laughs> this is our last episode, by the way. Thank you for joining. Right, Danny. So, on a serious note, take your off. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I've done it now. <laughs> what is that? What? On a serious note, laugh for 10 minutes. <laughs> Um, right, so Sting in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> you need to... 
my fucking god. I don't even know what's happening here. I'm sweating in that. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's everything for episodes of it. <laughs> Bye. Oh god. Sting, by the way. Yeah, Sting. Well, he came out. And we did speak about this when one of the episodes, two or three, I believe, there were rumours circulating that it was definitely happening. Aye, I think it was you who said um you hope he does go. Aye. It fuck knows how long ago, like but I, I don't know why I wanted him to go, I don't know what I see him doing. But uh yeah, so Sting Made his first appearance and character in probably about three years in a wrestling ring. He's done sporadic legends appearances for WWE. Um, and his last match was with WWE. So he's actually now debuted with uh, AEW. Yes. Coming to the aid of Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes. And he had like a stare down. And he, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure on the December 2nd show, the winter is coming name was based on his return. Or his debut. Aye, probably. Because the lights went out, you heard the crow, and then it like started snowing. It's probably the first time people in Florida have ever seen snow. <laughs> and then uh, the stinger comes out. So what's your, what's your thoughts, Danny? Where do you see him fitting in? What do you see them doing with him? Uh, I, I mean, I just I found it interesting when he was talking to uh, Cody. This was the episode, like the week after, the, yeah? That's just the, passed. The most recent one, aye. Uh, more so than anything else. I'm glad, glad to see him again, to be fair. Uh, he doesn't look out of shape, actually. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. I know he's no. He's got less hair. Yes, far but less. He's yeah. got about three strands on the top. He could. Uh, uh, he could do a wig actually, to be fair. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I uh, what was same as he interested me when he said to to Cody. They must have been. I think they were talking about. He was asking him why he was there. Aye, because Cody said, I've waited my whole life to be in the ring with you because he was Cody's favourite wrestler. Aye. Cody idolised him when he was a kid. And he was like, I'll, uh... he's going to be there for a while. He's got to be there for a long run, but he's got nothing to do with Cody right now. Aye, he says... Or he, something along the lines. He said, It'll be up to him what he, he decides to do while he's there or something like that. And then he said, see you around, kid. Aye, he said, see you around, kid. It was almost like quite like a disregard as if to say, don't you get involved in my business while I'm here. Aye, well, and that, what I thought was, you'll hold him off for a while to see if he can get fit and if he's, a, if he's cleared to wrestle. And why we say cleared to wrestle is, he had a match, his last active wrestling match was one of his two matches in his WWE room, which they made an arse <laughs> was a Clash of Champions or Night of Champions in 2016 or 15. Uh, I need to get back to him the exact date, but he's fighting Seth Rollins for the WWE title. And Seth Buckle bombed him into the corner. It's like a power bomb into the, the, the top rope. And his neck snapped back and basically almost paralysed him. Aye, it was a burst vertebrae or something. Aye, and he's know. now got spinal stenosis, which is like a really, really bad spinal disease or injury where basically your, your bones will fuse together if you didn't get active enough, but I didn't ever see him wrestling again. WWE basically retired him for him, and he retired at his Hall of Fame speech the following year. Aye. I think just, just the way it was going, it, it sounded to me as if there's going to be something there for him, but they'll, they'll, they'll keep him there, obviously. And if he does wrestle, I could probably see it being limited to what he does do. Maybe cinematic matches now, because they're a thing. Or maybe as much as Jake the Snake does. Mm-hmm. Or a bit, hopefully a bit more. <laughs> but aye, definitely. Jake the Snake basically takes his hat off. Aye, but aye, Jake the Snake basically unbuttons on dark and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Sting's a massive, massive name for any promotion to have. Weird, he was never in WWE for long. 
and his run there was disappointing. Aye. Me and you sat together watching WrestleMania when he first debuted. Aye, they fucked it. Like. When they had everybody coming out to basically carry them. Scott Hall came down, X Pac, Shawn Michaels. It was just like a pure parody. It was a joke. When you're looking at his career in TNA before that, it was absolutely excellent. He could still go. I, I don't ever know why he never made it to WWE. He didn't want it. I thought it was his choice, but surely God, something will annoy me and entice him. Well, funny because like look at the matches that have never happened that people have always wanted for. One on Undertaker, pay-per-view. the one on our pay per view that we'll, we'll speak about later, Sting versus Undertaker. Who else could you? Have? Sting versus Austin. Sting versus The Rock. There's uh, Sting, Sting versus CM Punk. St- I- IRS as well, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Sting versus the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> What's your favourite memory? Of? Because we don't know where he's going to go, and I'm not at least hazard a guess as to what they're going to do. Fucking hell, that's put me on the spot, that. Favourite memory of Sting? I don't know. Um, I don't know. There's there's quite a lot. I mean, I quite like to see when he was like the... When he was like the blonde version. The razor blade, like the uh, surfer Sting. Uh, surf, yes, well done. Um... He was cool. His earlier stuff, I. He looked really cool, and he stood out like in that time period because everybody just kind of was either like an Arn Anderson body type, quite, aye, not muscly, just hard looking, and they were just like wore like the wee tight trunks and. One of my favorite times though was I think he was was he not like single handedly shooting with the NWO. Aye. He was. They asked him to join. Well, when he he first appeared, he went away for a while. And he repackaged and came back as Crowstein. It was Brandon Lee. Fucking excellent. Aye. Honest to God, the Crowstein was brilliant. He was turning up for about six months to a year, just dropping out of the rafters on a, like, how would you even... Harness type Harness type, type thing, and then he would just take people out with the baseball bat and disappear again. Uh, he had to do that because that probably wouldn't have fitted the mould in terms of being edgy enough during that time period. Uh, they've done well with his character like multi-time world champion everywhere he's been so TNA um, apart from WWE it's the only title he ever held and he probably should have and I think it's an injustice that he didn't get uh, no chance now no absolutely not and he'll not be AEW champion funnily enough Jericho put a post up the other day saying it was like the pain maker versus the crow which would be really cool but on evidence I've seen for Chris Jericho recently I'm starting to get less and less impressed by the man Aye. <laughs> so we don't know where Sting's going to lie and we've probably spoke about him just purely for the fact it's the biggest news that's came out over the last couple of weeks yeah it'll shift a ton of merchandise oh aye like a lot aye it's a big massive signing for them oh like, it's huge like, it's a big name it doesn't like, matter who where he is or at. what he's used as aye. people were saying like maybe a manager for Darby Allen but I didn't uh, see him being a manager nah I just see him, see if he can just pop in every now and again and just wipe people out with the baseball bat, drop a scorpion death drop and a splash. Aye. I'd take that. I wouldn't like to think he'd be used as a, like a support act, because Sting isn't really that. Isn't no. he like, they, they may fucking wreck him like WWE did and all. So There's a good chance for him to, to build whatever character he is and then... I think he's just got that reputation there that he's probably just won, his, his, his time in WWE was his last big run in wrestling and he probably wants to look back on his career and not have it petered out that way he's quite old as well he's 61 61 is he 61's a, f- a good fair age I didn't realise he was that old the best thing he ever done was uh, team up with the warrior I knew you were going to say that <laughs> the blade runners 
massively were by the oh, way. They were big laddies, like both of them though apparently. I was listening to Jim Cornette and he was talking about both of them and he said, To be fair, out of the both of them, neither of them are natural wrestlers, neither of them are natural fans of the business. But Sting took it on more, but Sting, you would still say you wouldn't trust Sting being like a booker or putting a match together because he still doesn't understand the psychology, he's just a good character. Aye. And he was good at the limited stuff that he'd done. That's a fair shout to actually. And whereas the warrior was just a prick. Well, come on now. You and Ryan can fuck off with that bullshit. Ryan even said to you yesterday that the warrior was <laughs> overrated. Listen, if we're talking about Ryan, he was trying to like compare the warrior and own heart being even in the same breath in terms of wrestling ability. That was just a stupid comparison. His own heart is fucking far, far better. Aye, ahead. So that that's nonsense for him calling him out again, by the way. I can't wait for this. This has got to be like the road to fucking Ryan and Danny rather than the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> the big news on that night as well, Danny, for AEW. The big title change. Kenny Omega. Yeah, I have I Moxley. What do you make it? Well, we both said it was a couple of weeks before that it had to change, and I it's. I could be a great, a great champion. He's turned heel as well, and he's teamed up with Don Callis. For those of you who don't know, who Don Callis is he was actually originally in ECW back in the late nineties, um, and then he's Kenny Omega's. He's been like Kenny Omega's mentor since he was like ten year old. <clears throat> so he actually works for TNA Impact. Aye, that's right. And aye. Kenny's asked him to come and do the color commentary, so he was on the booth. Did he not take the belt over? No, it was so basically the week before, if you remember, Mo- Kenny Omega made a promo and he said to Moxley, Leave all your garbage cans, your tables, your thumbtacks, your barbed wire at home, let's have a straight wrestling match. Challenging him, saying, See if you can beat me in the ring with no gimmick, right? The end to this match came with Kenny Omega. So Don Carlson's over with a mic, saying to the ref, It's done, he's done, like, he's really hurt. And then Omega takes the microphone when the ref's back's done and clocks Moxley, so it's kind of like. Good storytelling. Aye. You're not using a weapon, didn't he bring yours, but I'll day in with one. Aye, okay, when you're... And then, and they've both done a runner, and that Alex Marvez, the mumbling idiot who they've got backstage that does all the interviews for AWs, followed Aye. them off. <laughs> Kevin Kelly, where's he? Um, And basically say, and Kenny Omega and Don Callis say, we'll see you on Tuesday, and they're like, oh, but AW's a Wednesday, and he's like, we'll see you on Impact Wrestling, on Access. Yeah. What's your thoughts of AEW and TNA Impact Wrestling collabing together? Well, they've done it with the, the Women's Championship as well, the NWA. Aye, with NWA, which is fine, because NWA hasn't shat the bed uh, yet. Aye, no, nah, but, well, I mean, nah, TNA's probably, aye, for want of a better phrase, pants, aye. I just didn't see it benefiting AEW in any way. But maybe just, I didn't, I didn't It's a favour. Aye, aye, it is big time. I didn't and I think it's Tony Khan trying to obviously say to Vince, we can collab. We can collab. We're not, we're down for kind of getting involved because they're already getting involved with AAA in Mexico and they're going to get involved with New Japan. Aye. So. But they'll have contacts through with Kenny, Young aye. Bucks, everybody. But, and he done his promo this week and he was just kind of sitting in like an RV and Josh Matthews, who's the commentator now for Impact. Oh fuck's sake! Can't be mine tough enough. Season one, by the way. Tati Bogle, by the way. He interviews him, and and in and, and Omega was basically just saying that you can do what he wants. They did. They actually done something really cool. They changed the nameplate on the AEW title on Impact Wrestling. Ah. First time you've ever seen. So that was quite cool to see. Kind of taking down that fourth wall. Aye. 
So Moxley is now AEW champion. TNA and, or Impact, I'm still referring to them as TNA, are now collabing with AEW. So who knows? Maybe we'll get Tommy Dreamer versus so- Sonny Kiss. What? <laughs> Never know. One match you could maybe go at would be like Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Young Bucks, both tag team champions, either brand. Aye. That would be good. That'd be, I suppose it'd be good to. So just cross the champions. That might be a, a good kind of thing to do. It's just to me, it's just got written, the invasion angle written all over it again. The alliance. Aye, it's, I, I didn't. I didn't understand that in the slightest. To be honest, it's a favour to me. To, well, not to me. It's, they're not it's f- helping you. Are yes, they? yes. So, there is that. Um, what have you got for WWE, Danny? In the last couple of weeks, what's your big takeaways for that? WWE. Yeah. Uh for, well, before we move on to that, I want to express my upset that I can't unsee. Is it about the size of Chris Jericho these days? Not well, him too. Well, there's a few things that are actually pissed me off about AEW this week. Right, if okay. I really want to talk about it, but. Uh, I can't unsee the Shaq seg- segment with Brandy. I wrote that there. Where if I wrote it? Shaq showing up on AEW, what the fuck? It's exactly what I've wrote, because I don't know what to make it. Yeah. it. It's comical how he's acting. It's just stupid. It was shite. He's just sitting there in a chair, and the way they've filmed it, Tony Schiavone looks about three foot tall. Uh, he's a, I think it's just... Pathetic. Like I say, I don't know if I was in a bad mood when I was watching. Oh no, I was alright. I was alright watching it. But it was just stupid, man. What what actually happened? They're basically just sitting there and he's just trying to say. He's just trying to kind of say, oh, I've got no bad feelings towards Cody and just a friend with Jade and. I enjoy wrestling. Jade's my mate. Like it's very odd what she done to you. And then makes a slight comment. And she's leaving. And then he gets water in the bus and then. It's perfect. It's calls so him an asshole and then oh leaves. no, an overgrown asshole. Aye, whatever, aye, whatever and it's is. just she's went for two weeks ago having the best promo I've probably seen this year or in years. Aye, to then to some bullshit. Pouring water over <coughs> Shaq. That and did I have anything else? Aye. Just the the inner circle conflict bullshit. What's just, going on with this? Like it's just the the they're running ideas because it's like for four weeks now they've only just turned up in the ring to have an argument. Uh, and then they're just standing there facing the hard cam in a row in fact our last episode we, we covered Vegas mm-hmm. and it was the same crap and next time they're like it's just Sammy Guevara threatening to quit if anything else goes wrong and it's just like fucking day it then where was where was, was it Santana Ortiz one of them was missing this week Jericho said he he's so upset he can't make it to work it's like a sly comment and a dig in there I feel as though there's something went on there that the, the, the that's a backhanded comment that he should have been there and he's actually really not turned up in like non kayfabe. Aye, or he's not allowed to turn up on telly or some shit. I don't know. I don't know, but the inner circle craps falling apart. Did you manage to catch the Kazarian and Jericho match for the week before? It winter is coming. No. Was that shite and all? Chris Jericho, see where's this weight belt? It's part of his character now. Aye. And it's clearly no part of his character. It's just to hold in the love handles that he's got kicking on now because of his age. And I appreciate it, right? Like, don't get me wrong. He's 52, 53, 54 maybe now. I don't know. Actually. He's in his 50s. And up until last year, or the start of this year, he was doing really, really well and he could still go and I was still massively on him. But my, he bends over after a minute and the weight belt bursts. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a match against Kazarian. 
Because he's fucking round, round front. Aye, he's, he doesn't look like Chris Jericho anymore. He's never really always... Like, maybe in his first couple of years in WWE, he was in good shape. And then all of a sudden, he's just kind of went square. See, what I, when he got his short hair again, and uh, he had it sort of like... Slightly up at the front. And he just, just looked like a cock. And you can see, like, he's actually in the match... He's huffing and puffing and like really lagging after a couple of minutes cardio wise. And and I don't agree with people saying he's in his fifties, you can still diet and get into shape in your fifties. Aye, big time. There's no fucking excuse no, for no, it. There's no excuse. What about Vince McMahon? Exactly. Well, let's face it, he injects the juice. Aye, well he doesn't know any more. No. But you could inject a That's my that's my and I wish Jericho would just get the finger out if he's either retire now or soon. Or, if you're going to continue going, get yourself into shape because you're going to look back on your career and you don't want to be looking like Sergeant well, Slaughter. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 7. Who did they fight WrestleMania 7? Hogan. It was, wasn't it? For the belt when he was way chic. Aye. Aye. The anti Americans, was it? Aye, something like that. It was a terrible. Play on, a play on one of the Iraqi War or something like that. Aye. Bullshit. Anyway, Raw. But the only thing I covered for the pre- the previous week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, small fact on it, there was a decrease in the Raw's viewers this week from the week before. Again, it's just it's, it's bad. The ratings are really poor. Uh, it's, and to be honest with you, just looking over some, uh, wasn't he overly like, enthusing, to be honest with you? I know that uh, Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy, oh God, Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle are Potentially teasing a team called the Hardy Bros. Oh, God. I know, he was at uh, ringside for his match with Lashley. Yeah, Jeff's Aye. match with Lashley, which he got beat. We've in. got AJ versus Drew at TLC. AJ's the number one contender for the world title. Take he'll win? No, because they're already teasing Sheamus and Drew beyond that. Aye, because he... The match they had the three on two, the handicap match, and Aye. he broke, kicked him by accident. And then they fell out backstage and started lamping each other and punching each other in typical British fashion. Started laughing about it after it as if they're mates. Aye. Um, Orton versus The Fiend is going to happen at TLC. I don't know if, I, I, honestly, I could be wrong. I don't know if which one's which is getting a stipulation. I'm assuming they'll all get stipulations. I don't know which match is going to fall as TLC. I've not even got as far as reading that because this week's been a blur. But. <laughs> Out of that, you've got Roman Reigns versus KO as well. Kevin Owens for the Why? Universal title. Why? They're, it's always this time of year, though. They're just plucking... They pluck champion contenders out their arse just until they can build someone big. Although, Kevin apparently... Kevin has got a big bum. I know. And a big belly. I know. And a big so, off. Out of the two main events, which one would you put a TLC stipulation on? He's an embarrassment to the fucking stunner, by the way. Ah, uh, yes. We've already said that. Anyway, sorry. Getting very angry. I know. Right, the both world title matches, which one would you rather see a stipulation in a TLC match being on? Uh, well, anything with uh, AJ in it. Well, to be fair, AJ and Dean Ambrose, formerly well now known as John Moxley, when they had a match many years ago in a TLC match, it was excellent. AJ done like a springboard 450 through a table to the outside, and it was honestly perfect. I just think KO and Roman. Nah, they're not really suited to any sort of nah. fucking a, a brawl. Aye, a brawl, a street fight. Aye, maybe, aye. Obviously as well, um, reading up some stuff going forward, apparent rumours of the WWE title match for Mania next year. 
uh, I read something a couple of weeks ago, but... It's I changed it, again. All oh, right, well, no. So you know it was meant to be Orton and Edge? That's binned completely. Aye, but it no, then it went to Orton and The Fiend did it, no? Aye, and that's binned or not. So now it's going to be meant for the world title, it's meant to be Drew defending versus Brock Lesnar versus Keith Lee. No. Drew and Brock Lesnar. They already done it and it was just... Aye, it was against... Aye, it served its purpose. Is he just getting chucked in the game a wee push, probably? Maybe give him a push, maybe give him a strap, I don't know. <coughs> I hope not. Um, Leave fucking Drew alone, man. There's also there's spitballing ideas for who to fight against Roman because apparently The Rock can't do it until 2022. Why? Because he wants to make sure that there's 100% a full capacity audience there for his last match. Fair play. It's a good call for him. So I think that, and I like that idea because it might mean we, get, we might get Roman as a heel for longer rather than just a six-month rush. Because uh, Roman's doing a lot of good stuff on SmackDown and now he battered a shite out of Otis recently. Good. Battered <laughs> it, I don't know. Vince as well, here's another thing. Bad Vince too. No, 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 no. About Vince. He kicked off recently at several wrestlers and sent them back to the performance centre to get their act together. He's getting them trained by Drew Gulak and Adam Pearce and a couple of other trainers in the, the performance centre. Keith Lee, one of them. Good. And Otis is other. Saying that they're, and Strowman, I think, has got to be in there as well, saying you're big men, but you're boring. Good. I would agree with that. Aye. Because he, he's partial to... A big man. big, heavier... Set. Set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of bars, by the way. <laughs> Otis has got some, like... Heavy, heavy nuts. Sure, <laughs> that. But nah, mate. Strowman. Strowman bores the shit out of me, Aye. man. Aye. He's, he's just a brick wall, mate. Does nothing. He's slow. He's mo- His movement's just... Uh, I, 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 I don't even know how to word it. Like, there's nothing athletic about him. Everybody's like, he's a big man. That, I, I get that, but he's been big athletic big man that make things, make things look good. Aye, he's, he's absolutely sure, man. Like. See, when he tries to run... And you see somebody like on the barricade and he does this big run when he runs around the ring. They're sitting there pure dazed and confused pretending to sell it for about five minutes till it takes them to get around the four sides. Aye. It's, it's just... Shit. Keith Lee, I think, has got a lot more going for him. I think he's more sort of athletically talented, I would say. because he's wrestled in the Indies, though. Aye. Otis in that, haven't he? So... Aye, Otis has never wrestled in India. No. no, no, in India. <laughs> <laughs> But Raw, Smackdown, is just kind of... I'm not really that fussed. I, I watch TLC because I love <coughs> any stipulation matches and it'll just be a good laugh. Aye. And then anything else, it'll be an enjoyable watch, I think. Um, War Games, Danny. So... You can take us through that. It was not as the War Games I was expecting. Was that the, the last time? Because it was leading up to that. Aye. Our last episode. So War Games, for those of you who don't know, War Games is, is a former WCW pay-per-view. It's now owned by WWE and they use it in NXT. And they put two rings together, side by side, with a cage that goes right around it. The concept's brilliant and it is brilliant. It's did, abso- it, did it used to be three in WCW? No, was that was two? the tower. That was like the, the, the three stages of whatever it was that they'd done, where they had to get a guitar that was like... <laughs> <laughs> top of the ceiling and had to go through three series of cages but the women's match Candice Le- team, team LeRae beat Team Shotzi 
Uh, the only big part in that match was um, Io Shirai put a steel trash can over her head on the top of the cage and done like a flip off the cage with it on a big crowd of people. What a psycho. Aye. That sounds excellent. The, the, it looked good when it got done, but the, the crowd of people, the, 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 the women's wrestlers, were there waiting about five minutes and not jumping. Maybe you could put your bin over my head and I'll do it off your balcony. Well, why don't you? Right, right let's it's go. As, as good as this episode's getting. Right, quick. Sit down. I'm away. <laughs> Give me the bin. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the main event of it, well, before I get to the main event, Johnny Gargano won back the North American title. Big brain strap. Uh, hell. He uh, he beat Leon Ruff to retain his title. Damien Priest got isolated in the match with these, these screen characters that keep appearing for fourteen days. No, it's not isolated <laughs> for fourteen days. Damien Priest got attacked. Um, by Austin Fury, no, so he's the guy behind. Can't want to laugh at right. They've been doing this thing for since Halloween Havoc with Johnny Gargano and Larry. I've got this. These helpers in the screen masks. Aye. So there's like six or seven of them in this match attacking. Well, Priest and Le- Leon Ruff. Then only one of them takes a mask off, and the commentators are like, "It's been Austin Fury all along." I'm like, "What? All five of them? All <laughs> six of them?" Austin Fury all along. So times four. Although, Pat McAfee, uh, McAfee, if that's how you pronounce his name right. Ma- Ma- Aye, McAfee. Ma- Ma- McAfee, McAfee, Pat McA- McAfee, former NFL footballer, linebacker, I believe. Second wrestling match. Fucking excellent, by the way. He's got ability. It was, his, it was the Undisputed Era versus Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, Pete Dunn, who's fucking wearing far too much fake tan. The last time I seen him, he was like a orange bread, like. And Pat McAfee, <clears throat> this was just typical war games as I expected. When he finally, who's the last man to enter the ma- the ring? It's kind of like the chamber, but you're the match doesn't start till all eight competitors are in the double ring. So can you go? You can go between any of them. Aye. So basically, two will start. So this match started with Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne, and they had a brilliant wrestling match. They were just wrestling every three minutes. So at the top of the ring, there's two cages either way, like shark cages, where each team will sit, the other three will stand. So like an elimination chamber pod. Kind of thing, kind but of they're all in it together. Aye. And then every three minutes, one for each team. So somebody will always have the advantage, and that's what they were fighting for the week before, Pete Dunne and uh, O'Reilly in a ladder match, to see who got the advantage. So aye. So is it the same team each time that has the advantage? Aye. So, so they'll always be one up. It'll go one all, and then it'll go two one. And it'll go two all, and then three and one. Three two. So when Pat when Pat McA- uh, McAfee had his chance to come in, rather than go in the ring, he started pulling at tables from under the ring. Yes. Each table had done disputed era spray painted on it, like a logo with their name, to say you're all gone through it. Pat McAfee done a swanton bomb off the top of the cage. Holy shit! This guy's wrestled one match. And the crowd of people that were meant to catch him, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> a botched swan He basically just hit the mat and took it well. Um, the finish came with O'Reilly doing like a diving knee off the top rope with a steel chair on Oni Lorcan's face. I like Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly's brilliant. Um, but the highlight for me for that show was definitely Pat McAfee. Missing his swan His promos, his ability, fantastic. It's good to have some uh, refreshing people around. It is, and I think he probably didn't look at this. He was only like a colour commentator for WWE like on their takeover events. And Triple H has obviously spoke to him and said, you never fancy trying it. 
Well, to be fair, Triple H is good. Like, and if he's seen something, then the guy probably is pretty good. The, the 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 only way I can honestly pick up this guy, and I'm not going to compare him to Kurt Angle, but picked it up as quick as what Kurt did. You know what I mean in terms right. of someone who's just a natural at anything he does. Well, he he picked it up like nothing on else. Ah, like ridiculously well. And just a final note on NXT. So NXT this week, the show, just a weekly show. Carrying Cross made his return. You've not seen much of him because obviously he got injured. I'm not. I'm not Hellishly impressed by this guy. Big tall bastard. He was the NXT champion. He beat Keith Lee after a month of being on the show. Tore his rotator cuff in that match. Been away for three months, and he came out and attacked Damian Priest, which I think's got a good feud. Two big men. Aye. But not big men in terms of like big horrible robots that I can't get moving. Aye. Relatively um, athletic type, taller, skinnier fellows. Yes, athletic big men, which will be good to see because I like Damien Priest as well. He's got a nice look about him. I think he'd be a, a good character. So that's all for me and what sort of happened over the last couple of weeks. I've got a lot to take in. Aye. It's- a good catching up session on it like but it's maybe get back on properly watching them but in terms of next Danny so we've got a pay-per-view update just really quickly our fantasy pay-per-view need to thank a few well one of one of our close friends or your close friend and a friend of the shows for putting together some artwork and posters for the matches and yeah which we'll release this um, week a match card so from us to you Reese, thank you very, very much for your for your work. Yeah, you're always on hand to help us out, so Yeah, so we've got the hallucin- hallucination match card all made up, ready to go. It looks good. It's actually path to reckoning. Oh no! See I keep saying hallucinations, that was because Danny keeps sending me the photos with that name on it, even though my name won. Uh, path to reckoning is the name of the pay per view, but I got Reese to mock up a a match card that says hallucination just to wind Brad up so much so that he's now bought into it fucking <laughs> bastard man thank no, you, thanks for that Reese. aye thanks very much for that Reese, because we will be coming back for more yes um, and quickly while we're on about Reese, he I think we mentioned before he's got his own podcast um, where he does with his friend John who likes Back to the Future it's uh, the Pineapple Theory podcast. Who likes Back it. to the Future? He, he likes Back to the oh, Future. I've watched, I've watched all three in the last two days. Aye, so the Pineapple Theory podcast. Quite funny. They're getting better and better. Um, Unlike us. They're, they're adding things in. They're, they're getting they're getting there. They're on about episode 17. I, believe, I, need, to give them a, I need to catch up with them because I know they're doing, like obviously, they're, they're reviewing a sh- the Mandalorian Mondays, I'm, I'm sure. Aye. And it's a show I absolutely love, so I'd like to hear what their take is and if they're mumbling about that, I'm wanting it. So so movies, TV shows, computer games, anything like that, you're into any of that, Pineapple Theory podcast, give them a, give them a listen. Yep. As always, we always have Superstar of the Week, Danny. Yes, we do, but this time we're... Sad. Changing it a little bit. Yeah, we've got some sad, obviously, uh, by this time this gets out, people should already know, but we... We thought it was right to kind of honour the person of Pat Patterson. Aye, on the 2nd of December, he passed away from uh, liver failure. Yep. But he was suffering for a few other illnesses, I believe he was suffering for cancer as well. How old was he? 78? 79. 79 when he he passed, actually, yeah, that's true. 
what who was Pat Patterson, Danny? Because to me, before there were time, aye. But in terms of his priming as a wrestler, with, without looking into him, Pat Patterson to me was one of uh, the Stooges in the Attitude Era. Yep. And Vince McMahon's right hand man for everything. And just a good character for what he was doing. So that was the Pat Patterson I first ever yeah. saw. Uh, and obviously he's renowned for being known as the first ever Intercontinental Champion so yes. we would honour him purely for the fact it's our favourite championship belt yep. he uh, is the first ever Intercontinental Champion first open gay wrestler as well I was going to I did mention that he came out as gay in the 70s yep. and at that time I, could, I, I wasn't born you weren't born no. I could imagine that not acceptable a, not, no, I wouldn't have been accepted in society and it's a very very brave thing to do and for someone in the spotlight, I know. In that kind of environment as well, would, I would imagine that it would be quite difficult. So. Oh, when t- testosterone's flowing through the locker room and there's just people who are just wanting to be fucking bellends for bellends' sake. Exactly. It's a brave it move. Very, very admirable of them to, to be able to do that. It shows strength of character. Not all, to this day, people wouldn't do that. There's people still probably like not able to embrace it. All backgrounds, all sports, there are probably people that are too afraid and he... He kind of broke that barrier. He was also the brainchild of the Royal Rumble. Yes, the creator of the Royal Rumble. Fucking excellent. So for that alone... Legend. <laughs> my favourite match of the year. Already. Just purely for excitement standpoint, it's absolutely phenomenal what the Royal Rumble brings. I get so excited about wrestling around about that period of the year every year. Right, the Rumble's the best. else. Like. like this year alone, like the surprise that usually, like I was sitting there slapping like the top of my couch when Edge came out. <laughs> hoping and waiting that somebody good would come out and then Titus O'Neil comes out when slightly off topic but when did the the whole somebody coming back at number 30 thing even become a thing so there were there were never really surprises surprise entrance up until like I'd got to at least say the start of the 2000s because in the 90s and that it was always somebody expected like it was always name roster guys because they weren't bringing anybody back if they were bringing anybody back then it would have been like Bruno San Martino <laughs> oh, fuck but I they started using it quite wisely in the 2000s and it, there's been a couple of years where it's been a letdown there's been some years where it's been excellent you've had people like RVD make a cameo Rey Mysterio returned before he signed back again aye Kevin Nash aye some aye some Maybe gimmick one. And you have Michael Cole calling on Big Sexy Diesel. Big Sexy Diesel. That's what he said on commentary. <laughs> Instead of Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Yes, or Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Or Big Daddy Cool. Uh, but I, I wonder if Pat Patterson had anything to do with that. Not well, Michael, Cole. Michael Cole, no, but Pat Patterson. I like the touch that they've done on SmackDown to really honour him. Vince was there. Vince is obviously distraught. But he's lost one of his long-time friends. Um, Gerald Briscoe got furloughed and then released after 35 years of service with Vince at the start of the COVID outbreak in March, which was quite sad to see. And Gerald Briscoe's been quite active on his Instagram and he was best friends with Pat Patterson. Oh, really. aye. Inseparable. Like, you wouldn't see one without the other. Um, and he done a nice four or five minute like tribute video. And he's it's nice because Gerald Briscoe, he got let go I didn't think they should ever let people go like that. I think they people should have a, a paycheck for life. Vince could afford that. Aye. But Gerald Briscoe came back on TV and he's wearing the WWE hoodie. And it just shows that he's nail feelings. And he honoured his friend. He was talking about Pat Patterson saying that 
his favourite song was um, My Way. Do you know the song? I Did It My Way. Oh, I did it my yes. way. Yes. Apparently that was what he was famous for. <laughs> and that was really synonymous with what every tweet that anybody that knew him was putting out. Aye. Nice one. That is a good tribute. And they, they were inseparable. Like The pair of them. The Rock was bit, like, really close with him. Really, really close. I still remember, like a couple of years ago, The Rock made like a surprise appearance in Florida, and the camp like they followed him as he was getting out his jeep. He made it to Gorilla, and when he's made, he's like, "There's Pat Patterson." Like Pat Patterson's just sitting there, and he just hugs Pat Patterson, and it's just nice. Like he, he was obviously so respected. We talk about respect with Undertaker. Was it? Was no, Pat Patterson one of the people that sort of stuck up for The Rock when he was having bothered with Shawn Michaels? he vouched for him all the time. He would vouch for anybody. Aye. He would never tolerate them taking the piss or being mean or being rude. Or, and he was apparently just so approachable and he would always try and help younger talent. Everybody. Aye. He was something else. He was a 24-7 champion. Yes! That was brilliant. That was one of, the be- that was one of my best memories for last year, that night, because it was on the Raw anniversary show, wasn't it? Uh, the general Briscoe will beat him pinned him aye and then he's on the ground and he's like you stooge and Briscoe's like I won and he gets pinned by Kelly Kelly and in the uh, corner aye aye oh excellent man they were hilarious they were like the wrestling entertainment that isn't embarrassing to watch because it was funny as fuck it was uh, they were like I say my, my memories of obviously Patterson and Briscoe together were the attitude era and did they not have like a Brian Panties match Gerald Briscoe versus Pat Patterson, both of them are wearing like suspenders and stuff. I, I have no idea. I, I believe that's, that's the case. Some, Please some don't just think I've got a weird fantasy in my head because that isn't <laughs> the case. Yeah, what what I found interesting actually was that he wrestled some names that we like Bob Backlund, yep. Ted DiBiase, obviously Million Dollar Man, Sergeant Kamala, Slaughter, Slaughter um, Macho Man's dad, actually Aye. Angelo Poffo. Um, Ken Patera who's just you would know him if you know wrestling but he's not really that big a big anyway he partnered with Andre the Giant at one point he did well. aye, aye so I, I thought it was quite interesting to read up that as well I think these people wanted to work with him because he was just such a nice guy and that's aye. the best way to put it really I don't know much about him as a wrestler no you could, like, like he was an official up to the day he died aye like with WWE long, long serving long serving Starving. He's probably say, I'm starving. <laughs> but I think that was the best kind of way to go about. Pat Patterson was to well, at least say he's the best. The best thing I can say is probably it'll be a big loss to a lot of people backstage. Right, a big um, impact on a lot of people's lives back there, before and still now. Like so, aye. So it's a shame, and I'm glad we got the chance to sort of go over it. Perfect. He will be missed. He will indeed. So we move on to figures, Danny. Before we do that, I was going to interject at some point with something I didn't tell you about. Oh no, God. If you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> you look worried. I, I am. Out of five, how worried do you look? Bad. <laughs> so, I, I didn't know when I was going to pull this up, but I just turned the page and I thought, I'm going to chuck a quiz at you. You're a dirty, dirty man. <laughs> Would you like to take part? <laughs> Why do I feel heavy anxious now? <laughs> Why not? That so, was a multiple choice answer though. Because uh, I'm not prepared for that. I'm shattered still. I'm still bevied. 
to be perfectly honest with you, before we get in it, I've not made it that difficult. I thought I'm gonna chuck it on you. You're gonna ask me what Bray, Bray Wyatt's foot, uh, foot size is. Uh, what what is it then? Uh, I don't know. I've got a life size cut. I'm here. I'm sure I could find it. That's question four. Also, just to go on that, we did have a wrestling themed birthday party for my twenty seventh, which we'll actually post photos of. My partner pulled the wool over my eyes. I didn't know anything was happening. But she's got a life-size cut out of Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. The Fiend, aye. Which is actually incredible to see. Um, so thanks to her for that. I've also got a mini cut out of him here. Aye, let's try the quiz, Danny. Why not? Let's make me make a titty myself with the preparation. So we've been um, talking about doing different things, doing quizzes and stuff like that, and we, we didn't really get a chance to put together a lot of stuff, so I thought I would just go out my way and do it to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but so something you've done this week you bastard I know perfect fart all week by the way so it's Royal Rumble quiz your favourite event which you mentioned earlier which is aye. quite funny aye and <laughs> it's, you're got, I'm going to make an arse at this look thing. I'll just tell you for future reference I my knowledge or knowledge retention is fucking terrible my knowledge retention's alright but see when it comes to being put on the spot Humpty like right just go just fucking go away right you, you might surprise yourself you never know right so question number one is who's the first ever Royal Rumble winner Hacksaw Jim Duggan Hacksaw Jim Duggan is correct bonus point who did they eliminate if you can tell me what colour his pants were blue I don't even know that's not the bonus point uh, what number he was when he came in you're fucking having me on man that's, that's just bonus was it 30 back then they had 20, I'm sure it was. I think I, I don't know. Well, you fucking know what number, what number I know was what number it? it was, but it's fucking far was below f- 30. Was he free? No, 13. But it's just, I just put that in there in case you didn't know. I don't know why free stuck with me, but... No. Um, you might not know this, but we'll see. Number two. When was the last time the title was on the line in a Royal Rumble? The title? It was the year Triple H won it. Triple H was he the bonus Eliminated Roy- Roman Reigns. Because Roman Reigns was the defending champion yeah. that year. We I spoke about it earlier with... Oh no, did we? Ah, the same year, I think. It's been... 2016. There you go. There you go. Excellent, well done. Because I, I Triple <coughs> H won it that year and then dropped to a mania again. Who has more Royal Rumble wins? Stone Cold. Shawn Michaels, The Rock, or Stone Cold? Stone Cold. With? Three. Wrong. Oh no, it's fucking not, is it? Two. Two. You're wrong, he's won it three times. Two. I believe he's won it. The Rock and Shawn Michaels are only one apiece. Let me figure this out. I could be wrong, but... I think he could have won it three times, but uh, had a bad back. The chances are I've counted wrong, but I'm sure. Right, now, right now. Three times, I'm right. Aye, oh. Battle Royal? That's a little shy, that. But look, in 1997, which he did, 1998 and 2001. That's lies. It's not. Right, we'll get the list of the Royal Rumble winners up then, right? Well, that's what I looked at. Well, you've not counted right. 
I, I, well, I, I was so confident that it was free. Do you know what? Funnily enough, when I looked at it, I thought it was three take because you we'd spoken about it recently, but then it said two. Uh, when I was right, okay. So let's just go to uh, the years. That's, so, it, aye, that's exactly what I was on. So 97 in the Astrodome. Stone Cold Steve Austin won it. Fucking 97. I didn't even think I went that far back. Who won it the year before that? Shawn Michaels? Aye. Oh, I've definitely fucked it then. And then he won the year after again. No, he never. Vince McMahon won that one. He won, sorry, he won this one here. 2000. He's definitely won it three times. Oh. This is wrong. Oh. <laughs> this ain't fucking. See? See, no, he has won it twice. The reason you're getting it wrong, he won it two consecutive years. And on the Wikipedia, the way it is, he's blocked it for both of them. So three. Three. So I am right. So who else won it in a consecutive year? Who else won it in a consecutive year? That's not my next question. I just thought I'd ask you that while we're on In it. a consecutive year? Consecutively. Tell you who's won money in the bank consecutively. It's not Sean Michaels, you just told me that one won a piece. <laughs> Fuck it. Question four. That wasn't a real question. Has uh, anybody else won it consecutively? Yes. Hulk Hogan. That would have been like fucking, 90 and 91. I wouldn't really have known about that because I think Rigito Toss is a bit bald bullier. <laughs> Uh, what is the most participants that a traditional Royal Rumble has had? 40. Chikinu won the uh, 40. Aye. Alberto Del Rio. Well done. And this this was the same rabbit that was shitting he said at the start of this. Uh, Look at you making the one now. Number five. This is the, fifth, this is the last one. Oh. Has The Undertaker ever won a Royal Rumble? No. Yes. Has he? Once. 2007. Oh fuck, so he did. He did. He eliminated... Um, was it Shawn Michaels he eliminated? I honestly don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it was, because it was, it, was, it was Shawn Michaels he eliminated. I wouldn't even thought of that, to be fair. So that's fucked. So 485, I'll take that. He, um, he also... I'm sure he beat... He got eliminated by Maven in 2001. I know that much. I'm sure he made a Royal Rumble against Shawn Michaels see, or not. What year, what year did you say? 2007? Aye. What's this? This is probably fucking... No, you're right. Kong Bundy that won it or something. No, he did win it. I can't mean who he won it. <coughs> uh, who he beat, uh, who he eliminated. I'm sure it was Shawn Michaels or something along the lines. So, oh well, you're in for it next week. Quick, uh, right, yeah, cousin Paul Heyman. Oh, that's fine. How many years has he got in his fucking chin? <laughs> don't know. Uh, a quick fun fact that I'm probably wrong with, but we'll just go with it anyway. Uh, Triple H, Randy Orton, Hulk Hogan, Batista, and John Cena. What's the link? Triple H, Randy Orton, John Cena, Batista, Hulk Hogan. What's the link? In terms of Royal Rumble. They've all, I don't know, they've all won it to number two? All, all won it twice. Twice, alright, okay. There you go. Congratulations. Was that 4 out of 5, by the way? It's alright, to be fair. I think it was 4 out of 5. Uh, it was because the Austin one I got right. Aye, you lied. <laughs> well, anyway. thanks for that. That kept me on my toes in the... There you go. Kept you on your toes. That, mate, that sounded like a head in Al Snow's music. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you do a new music thing every week. Hello. Who was it last time? Godfather. Eh? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, yes. 
Oh, fuck's sake. Stop it. You, by the way. Right, right, so after that, that wee quiz there, we'll move into what we're going to talk about before, and that's figures. Where are we with figures this week? What do you know got? <laughs> money! <laughs> what have you know got? Money. Oh! How serious your wallet? Fuck. I just want to fucking ask, firstly shout at this. The decade of domination Undertaker. Which yeah. I didn't think I was getting. I was speaking to Mick for Wrestling Trader who had one aside for meeting you and then all of a sudden it went dry because I'd go up with work and I messaged him saying you still got the Undertaker and he said no I've sold it. <laughs> and I was like fantastic. Cussing, everything. Felt like I'd missed it. Then my birthday party rolls around and my partner goes I'm going to give you an early birthday present. Open it up and it's a decade of domination Undertaker. You've got one. Your face was something else. I was very, very happy with that one. What you do were, you think of Danny? You were bevied, but your face was a cracker. Like it was, it was in bad shape. So I think it's absolutely brilliant. I don't know what material the jacket is, but the material tie. He's got the face scan is immense. Aye, it's like the like proper nineteen nineties. Debut well, Survivor Series early, 91 Early, early, early 90s Undertaker Dark sort 1990 of, sorry Eyes Eye paint The mutton chop beard Like it, The hands are just his gloves Because it's his entrance gear So thank you very much To my partner Alicia for that And Mick for Beating a Judas That will be remembered <laughs> So aye that's, that's incredible That's probably One of the best I've got Easily aye. Easily Next, you've not seen these. I've not seen this one. Elite Series 82 arrived. Some of what I've ordered then. Jerry the King Lawler. I love the attire. I'm not sold on the face scan, though. The face scan looks like he was in fucking Stranger Things or something. And Keith Lee. And the, the crown looks like it's uh, Bright Hearts crown when Jerry Lawler stamped on it. <laughs> it was the night. That's the attire that he did attack him, though. Right. Nah, not nah, to be fair. Minus a face scan, that Jerry Lawler is pretty good. Like it's just good to have a Jerry Lawler because they're they're few and far between. Aye. I mean. Aye, they've not got the face scan right on him. True FX lifelike details on Keith Lee. Don't think the face is too bad on him. No. Actually, the figure looks like an A. Without sounding, without sounding, without sounding, without sounding, I don't know how. I don't non PC or sounding like I'm being disrespectful. Do you not think that the skin tone I've used on Keith Lee would be brilliant on the uh, Nation of Domination, Mark Henry that came out recently? Aye, even the build. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just a that's just a comment. I'm not going to make too much more of a comment. I like the Keith Lee because I actually quite like him. Aye. And I just thought it'd be a good one to have because again it's the first elite of him in the line because the basic the brought was quite poor. Aye, I think the face scan's pretty good. I didn't like the figure, but. I think it looks good. It's probably it's better face scan than Jerry Lawler anyway. Um, then we've also got... Where have we all went? In my bag, by the way. Where are they? Who? All the phoenixes. You just had them in your hand, yeah? Oh, they're right here. Fuck's sake. Uh, we've now got, to complete AEW Series 3... Two. Two, sorry. Uh, Ray Phoenix. That's nice. You're a really good figure. 
Aye. Quite, you were saying that before though, like with the Pentagon, masked wrestlers are quite difficult to get wrong. But the thing is with Pentagon, he's a lot more like built a tire on. Aye. So it's easier to cover him up. But even like the figure, like it, the body's good, the tattoos are good. It appeals to me more than the Cody anyway. The skin tone's better as well. Aye, I think they've done that for Series 2, and that's one of the comments, if you read up on them, I'm sure that's one of the things that most people are saying. That they've massively improved the skin tones. They've done really well with his tattoos as well, actually. I love Ray Phoenix, yeah, Ray Phoenix is class, and I didn't think I was going to let it go, so you've now got one of these, because I've got it here for you. What a guy, picked it up for me today. And it's not in any way, shape or form open. Although there has been an issue with some of these that have been coming out in the States, with the Ray Phoenixes. What, one hand? No, he's got no coloured paint on his face or eyes. Like, he's got... Like in his eyes, sorry, his eyes are just, like, the skin tone in his mouth, so it looks like he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> for a guy who once didn't like the AW figures to now having the whole entire series too. Aye, all for sale, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're... Uh, that one is good. I like that. really like that, actually. Yeah, me too. It's my last figure I'll ever buy. I can't believe it. And you picked it up for me. Ever buy? Thank you very much. What is this comment about? Explain. Mo- moving on. Explain. Aye, I'm uh, going to get out of the collecting game. Why is this? It's a stressful period of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were asking earlier, what have you got? What have you not got? Money? Aye, exactly. Um, I've I, not I, seen I, these either actually I believe that these only came today I believe this um, when it's true for Danny because we've both said it for a while we're out yet we're done I'm selling up is what we'll say <laughs> although I don't think I've got the time or patience to sell half of mine oh that will we'll work it out so I've now got last but not least Elite Series Wrestlemania 35 set consisting of Goldberg first Elite WrestleMania 37. Yeah, build a Paul Ellering with a Rocco puppet. Right. Love the. Right, well, I've got the set coming as well. But. I I wasn't going to get the full set. I was only going to get a couple of them. But then I, I just went blind and fucking decided to get them anyway. But the belt on Goldberg's class. The face scan isn't all that good. The Paul no. Ellering face scan's good. Paul Ellering's right? brilliant. But, uh, oh no, wait a minute, nah, Goldberg is actually. Because he's older bad. though, and it is with a great go to. Nah, that is good. I like that. I do like that. This one. I love the attire, the edge. WrestleMania 22, when he had his hardcore match against Mick Foley. One of the best matches uh, in terms of that kind of style of match you'll see. He's a bastard. It looks like Bob Backlund's just farted on him. <laughs> He looks more like Test. <laughs> Mate, yeah, he actually does. <laughs> That's the scary. He looks like Test. <laughs> Paul Ellering's face there looks like Goldberg. <laughs> what the Why is there two Paul Ellering heads? Don't know. What's it? Oh, because that's uh, ball. That's new. That's current. And this is old. That's like maybe when you were Legion of Doom. Ah, Legion of Doom. And then that's now when he looks like Goldberg. He's just actually cockeyed in that. I'm not convinced with the head scan on this. Nah. Although they've just released images of Elite AA3 Edge, so I'll probably need to get that now. Ah, I think that's a bad take on Edge, that, by the way. They've not done him well, eh? No, not at all. The attire's class, because it's something completely different. It's the only time he's ever wore anything like that. Aye. 
No, not. Uh, he looks like he's an Asda looking for Mr. Kipling cakes. Honestly, Bob Backlund's attacked on me his back end. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like text. To be fair, I do need a text. <laughs> this one though is the like these last two are probably like the reason I've got the set. The creme de la creme. Aye, Teddy Long. Yeah, <laughs> Macho Man. There's one fault with this, Danny. I want you to examine the box, read the box, tell me where you see the fault. Right. But have a look at Shawn Michaels, okay? Aye, that's the fault. It's also ripped. Alright, look at it. At the front. Look at it at the front, you it's bastard. Fucked. The specs are about to fall off. Uh... What do you think first? First image of him? I love... I love it, to be fair. I do. I, I do really like it. So yeah. read the back end what it tells you about this attire and where he wore this. No, 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 no. Read I'm, the back. You no, bastard. I know. I know. I'm just looking at it because it's a different attire in the in the picture. Anyway, he's not your boy, Tully, but at WrestleMania nine, the Heartbreak Kid was your defending in a Continental Champion against Tatanka. So what's missing for this fucking figure? The IC belt. Yes. It annoyed me when I read that. I wonder why the uh, because at this time bit. it would have been the blue, the baby blue one. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, because he wore that when he had that jacket on mm-hmm. the glasses. That's very true. It's a superb Shawn Michaels figure. Well, that comes with the bottom half of Paul Ellering and off of the dick down. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then last but not least, aye, that's a bit shy. That actually, to be fair. Very impressed with this one. That is a good Michaels figure, though, to be honest. China. Aye, that's class. See, she's got the women's title. I wonder mm-hmm. if Disney would have just put the belt with everybody who had the belt. Aye, that was, that's, that's quite strange. Actually, the Rocco's class. But the, the, face China's ga- good. the face scan on China is actually really good. Better than the China and the two pack where. Triple H. Aye, the DX one. This is a really, really good figure. Aye, that's a WrestleMania gear. That's, so, that, that, to be fair, that's done her justice. Like, aye, it's identical. That's, by the way, that could be the best one in the set. It is probably actually. the best in the set. The boxes are lovely, though. Aye, the old women's championship as well. That's class. So there we go. Boxes are beautiful. WrestleMania Elite 37 set. We've obviously seen some new images today. Here's some new ones that are coming out, Danny. I sent you them earlier on today. Some Warriors. What one A ringside exclusive Ultimate Warrior. Is that WrestleMania 7 gear? Is it the long sleeveless trench coat? Is this 7 gear? Well, it could be that or it could be. It's not the SummerSlam 92 because he wore a jacket then as well. But I'm sure WrestleMania 7 uh, retirement match with Macho Man was that gear. It's excellent though. It's a really, really cool box. So Ringside have released them. We've also got one that I was very excited about. It was a camera. Aye, that is good. It does look good. Danny's just a bit unwell because he's trying to persuade himself that he's done. Aye. And you'll know, admit it to yourself either. That I want to be done, but I can't help it. It's an illness, as you said. It is an illness. That's why I'm trying to cure myself. (laughs) How difficult is it when you've got people like Mike? 
Mike, Mike, Mike. How difficult is it when I've got somebody like you sending me photos? And well, who started respo- it? Who started this, really? My response is, I'm not getting any mail. Your response is, another photo. Uh, and then my response to him is, have you got it yet? Okay. And then he'll send me a picture of his basket. Aye, fuck's sake, man. Ridiculous. Between us, we're probably sending out about close to 400 figures. That's the second end. Like, it'll be close to 400. Of course it will be. I mean, that's probably nothing to some people out there. Like, no, but, but for us, to, since we only started in April. Aye. May, by the way, because I don't think... No, it was slow burning. And then lockdown hit us, and I just kind of went bald for wee men. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> wee men figures. I enjoy buying them. But then I get them sometimes and I'm like, right, now right. what? Here is what it is, right? And this is what I've come across, right? Is this like, this is now got to turn into a counselling podcast? Aye, yes. <laughs> listen, listen, right? So you, you just spoke about how good the boxes look, right? On the new ones, you thought, yeah, fuck it, there's a box, looks class. Look at the figure in it, like he's got a belt with him, like he's got a baseball ball, that's his gear for whenever. And then you're like, oh my God, I need to buy that one. And then you get it. <laughs> and that's and it. And that's it done. And that's what we need to fucking stop. Because it's the getting the mail that's the best part. Oh, yeah, fucker. How many times have you... It's not. You can what it is. It's like, see when you know there's something sought after and there's only a few of them out there and they're hard to get. And you're like, ah, you're sitting there with your email going, I got it in some country else, didn't I? Aye, but half of the What use is that? What use is an email in life? Well, you get an email to see the posties on the way. And I'm like, yeah, fucker, there comes the box. And you didn't open your box. Here's a fact. We spoke about the Legends series, Jenny Snake, Warrior, Eddie Guerrero, two or three episodes ago. I got mine fucking late, but they came, and I've not opened, I've not taken a cell tape off the box. The problem is, right, I love that, I love buying them, but I think I've got ones now that I'm like, why do I even fucking need that? Aye. Like, I've got Otis and Tucker on my bottom shelf, and they're free to a good home. <laughs> fucking put it that way. So I but like I don't know what I'm gonna do now because I do enjoy buying them and I'd hate to give up cold turkey. The the problem is me and you started originally and it was like we're buying one a month where it was like one that we really wanted because it was someone that meant something to us. Right, the collection's fucked. Like. And then it just got silly and I was like racing to the fort to get an R truth. A rocket ah, uh, you were. You were. It's not a lie. Like you a rocket got strapped to this bitch and it just got Silly, Aye. silly. There's the only way I can put it. I spent four hundred quid in September. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually? Did you? Is that the truth? Aye. It's, it's a coming to Jesus moment. I think we need like uh, mate, somebody out there help us. By the way, <laughs> I remember one day like that. No, what was a day? Danny messaged me. It was at the start of August, and he was like, "I'm completely done. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not buying any more." Then his pre-order came, and it was like a random figure, and it just, the wheel started going, and he was like, right, I've ordered this, and I've ordered this, and I'd go on my lunch at work, and I'd check my phone after four hours, and he'd sent me like four figures that he'd bought. By the end of that month, within three weeks, he had bought 30 figures, uh, and he rep- messaged me once, thinking, I feel like a bad friend, because the message is specifically read in Block Capitals, some cunt help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I still need help, so if anybody can help me, get in touch. Like, I've got a Samoa Joe, and I don't even know why. <laughs> like, I've got Eric and Ivor, just because I've seen them wrestle once, like, didn't even bother talking about the Godfather. I've got the New Day, like, I like no, I didn't mind the New Day, but why do I need them? Superstar Billy Graham. Silly. 
like like Machino Max class six. What have you got six for? Because you've got cheap. Alright, because I've got them and it was cheap. Why have you got Di Malenko? Because <laughs> you had some belt. So, like, there's people in there, like, I don't know why I've got uh, Christian dress. Even the Fiend, the Fiend was worth fucking shitloads at some point. Now he's a ball bag. I'm still glad I put the Fiend. So You've got the Piper and Mr. T recently as well, so. Hogan's coming soon. I've, uh, he's. Uh, fuck kids, we are if anybody that. knows anybody looking to buy a load of them in bulk <laughs> just just, just shoot us uh, both and then take them <laughs> so I think we'll call it there because I'm now quite depressed aye you've got two fiends I know fuck's sake <laughs> you've uh, got about nine penters I don't know what you're on about uh, Benny Herford's turning into a fucking sad end up session so that's it for me for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week we'll be covering me and Danny's eventual nervous breakdown. <laughs> Episode 2 of counselling sessions by CDTA. I think that's what we need to do. We need to go and get a licence. But it was a good chat today. I'm glad we managed to get it done. Well, we... Slightly different from before. Unscripted. Aye. I'm sad. You're sad now. Yes, after this conversation. <laughs> I'm happy. Um, well, could you go off your chest? Yeah, I am. The first part of it is admitting it yourself. Uh, yes, the listeners are my doctor, by the way. <laughs> You're going to get Mick and Mick in the Wrestling Megastore UK sending us discount codes next. I right, hopefully I for <laughs> fucking therapy. <laughs> right, Danny, so... That's us. Aye, that's us. Before I go, actually, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, give us listeners one thing to go and get a match, a pay per view, give them something to go and watch that you are fond of. WrestleMania 8. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they watch WrestleMania 8? Because um, Sid Justice calls <laughs> Mean Gene a fat, bald headed little oaf. <laughs> Does he say it in the right order? Because you fat. Bald headed little oaf like that. That's what it. else in that pay per view? Why would people want to watch it? The warrior came back. Shook the ropes. Uh, and my, my wallet. Bret Hart and Roddy Piper was actually a good match. Nah, that's a good match. No, but what a paper? Any pay per view? Aye, any pay per view that you would like them to watch because it's specific. It's got a good meaning. Um. Uh, Royal Rumble nineteen ninety eight. Because you've not seen the finish of that either, clearly. Because I can't remember what happens. <laughs> Clearly Austin won. For me, I would probably say, because I've watched it recently, go and watch Backlash 2001. I'm trying to start agreeing. Why? Don't know. No seen it either. Um, purely because it's Shane McMahon versus Big Show in a last man standing match. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it, but for those of you who have, you know what I mean when I say for fuck's sake. It's a big match. It's a big, big fall. Indeed. Um, so I and there's a few other ones. There's a hardcore title match, Raven versus Rhino, which is a good match, and it's Undertaker and Kane defending the tag team titles versus Triple H and Stone Cold. Winner take all. Very good pay-per-view, actually, is. So that is it from me, and we'll see you next week. That is it from me also. Thank you all very much. Thank you, now. Fuck's sake, man! <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha